Welcome to the Never Any Glory podcast, College Football Edition. It is the uh, bowl season episode. I am Nick Schilling, joined as always by uh, with uh, Sean Z, Farky, and Memphis Matt. Uh, before we start discussing the upcoming bowl games, uh, Sean Z, I don't know if many of you know, the three of you grew up together, and unfortunately we have some unfortunate news to pass along to the pod, to start off the pod. Yeah, so... Um you know, pod friend, uh, a lifelong friend, Mike Norris, his wife, uh, beautiful wife, Carrie, Carrie Norris, Carrie, formerly uh, Carrie Hostetler, um, who went to high school with everything, uh, had unexpectedly passed away Wednesday morning. If you follow the pod and the pod handles, uh, show what's what's those links. Yeah, uh, you can find that link on, at either of our handles um, at NEG pod CFB or at glory podcast. Or sorry, at Glory Pod. So um, you know we're not going to get into any details. You can follow along, click those um, four kids, and obviously you know as noted unexpectedly. I mean to be quite candid, uh, m- myself, Memphis, Matt, and, and uh, Farky all grew up literally four houses down from each other, and uh, Mike and and you know Carrie and his family um, were planning to build a, or actually in the process of building a home just behind. Uh, our our house, um, our parents' houses. Uh, so you know, having been over there just this past weekend, and my parents, and uh, kind of getting a feel for all of that. Obviously, very difficult. Um, you know, it was someone that y- you see is a salt of the earth guy, he's a local community guy. Uh, a lot of people have banded together, so that makes you kind of immensely proud. But um, you know, I. I know from when I left to go to college, I handed my brother off to Farky um, and 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 Mike specifically, and um, obviously it took great care of him. So it's uh, it's a heavy heart right now to kind of deal with with all the circumstances and situation that he and his family are going through. So uh, you don't know, Farky, you got anything to add? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I'll echo all those comments, but also I've, I've known Mike and been good friends with Mike since, uh, we started middle school in sixth grade and, um, yeah, we, we were in the same class. So, uh, it kind of hung with the same click of four or five guys all through, all through college. I went to college with Mike as well for three years. So, um, I was very close with him. I, I kind of moved away and started my career and have been gone for about eight or nine years, but Mike's one of those wonderful people that when you, you meet him and, um, you're around him. It's like uh, like you're still hanging out in high school playing hoops and football and stuff. So uh, anyway, for for someone like him that just has so much respect and love from everyone in in the community that we come from, it's a uh, uh, it's a horrible thing. It's something you don't want to see happen to anybody, but certainly not someone like Mike. So my thoughts and prayers have been with him over the last day, and um, you know can't say enough about what a wonderful person Carrie was and uh, and Mike as well as a couple. So. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you really, you can't have a conversation. I think it was probably about a year ago or a little longer um, that I was around both of them. Was around, My brother and I were around Mike um, a couple weeks ago and, and even prior to that at a Lions game three, four weeks ago um, with his boy. So it's, uh, it's a tough, it's a tough one to kind of take here. And 
you know, I mean, Nader, I know you're, you were friends with Mike as well, as well as Carrie and the family. Um, so your thoughts. Yeah. You know, obviously I've known Mike just as long as you guys have, and we were reminiscing a little bit about when he used to come down to Ohio state. And those are some great times, but you know, I've actually known the Hostetler family uh, longer than that. My sister was always very good friends with Carrie's younger sister um, through middle school and all the way through high school into college. So I've, I've really been around their family for, you know, uh, back then um, quite consistently. Um, you know, the saying, horrible things happen to great people, this, this is that guy. This is that guy that you hear about that is a wonderful person with a wonderful family, and she was a wonderful woman. Um, and it's, you know, there's no way of getting around it. It's a kick in the nuts, and it sucks. And, you know, I, I will say this. Uh, one of the pod um, followers, um, he has posted a GoFundMe page um, to raise money for uh, Mike and his family um, to cover some of the expenses and help out. A lot of people are chipping in in the community. If you follow, if you go to at NAG, pod cfb um, or at glory pod um, you can see that gofundme page and if any of our listeners out there um, you know feel the need to donate um, to mike and his family at this time um, i think that'd be awesome so um, you know obviously we're all thinking about uh, the family the kids mike the hostetlers um, and uh, obviously i wish them their yeah. best it's a weird thing. The pictures they sometimes say is worth a thousand words. If if you look at the picture that's posted there, um, and you kind of put two and two together with you know we we bust balls, we make a lot of snide comments. There's not a greater salt of the earth um, family than than probably that family there. Um, and it, the the picture emotes that. So you know take this and and take that picture and and you know make a click and. You know, Lord willing or whatever, make a make a donation because um, it would mean a lot to them. And I know, as as Memphis Matt said, there's a lot of things that the community is doing to band together on that. I mean, we've got friends that are that are you know mowing the yard all next summer that that are you know laying a driveway concrete you know on their own dime um, that are in our fantasy league. Like it's uh, you know kind of catches you and stops you in your tracks. Well, when you hear that type of outpouring of support and obviously rightfully so with uh, the few individuals and obviously, you know, Carrie and the family involved there, it's um, tremendous. Yeah. yeah. And probably of the four of us, I'm the most connected to the community now since I coach in the district. And um, it was highly publicized, the Louisville strike, uh, teacher strike that happened a year ago. And uh, Mike is the principal of the elementary school. And uh as I went in and out of that school over last year, you could just tell that um, he was single-handedly keeping the building together as just a bunch of subs were in there. Um, so he had a bunch of kindergartners through fifth graders in there, and they pretty much looked up to him to kind of keep the uh, keep the school running since there was a lot of, I mean, let's just say unqualified teachers in there. So um, he was uh, – and you can tell from the community, I just refreshed the page. It's over $60,000 in uh, 22 hours. So that just kind of shows to me how – this family has touched a bunch of lives that um, this amount of money has been raised in less than 24 hours. It started at 25 over however long. And it just, you know, it's one of, it's the JJ watch syndrome. Um, but when it happens near and dear to you for circumstances, um, you know, basically somewhat similar, 
completely unexpected and totally unfortunate, it uh, rings all the more true. All right, this is a difficult pivot, but uh, let's do it. We are going to uh, – we haven't had a pod since uh, the co- the college football playoff came out. Top four came out. We all know what it is. Um, as you know, three of us on this pod are big Ohio State fans. Farky, I'll start with you. The top four, uh, did they get it right? They got it right. I, I, As you guys know, I blindly follow Ohio State and support them. But in this case, I look at the records. I look at what Alabama did, the uh, – all the work that they did all season. We called them the best team all season. Ohio State, terrible loss to Iowa, um, tough loss to Oklahoma. Uh, you can't put them in with two losses over any of the teams, I think, that, that got in. So, yes, they got it right. I can handle it. Memphis, Matt, Sean, anything to add there? I, he got yeah, it right. I think, I think yeah, they got the teams in. I don't know if they got the top four deserving teams is kind of my argument. Deserves got nothing to do with it anymore. Who gives a shit? Like, let's be honest. Bama beat a Florida State team. That's right. Bama beat a Florida State team that if the first week, if they had the same roster they had on the first week, didn't have the hurricane and everything else, anybody that says that that's a 6-6 and team is high. Let's just – Francois is there. Their team's there. They're properly motivated. Jimbo's not checked out since October because he might take the Texas A&M job anyway then. And if you don't think that's true, we'll get into that. Talk about recruiting what. That's as good as a win as any other team had all season long other than Clemson when Auburn when they beat Auburn. I don't even think Bama's the, a, the, a questionable team out of any of the four. It, yeah, I'm fine with it. Uh, a couple coaching changes that happened uh, since we last recorded. Scott Frost, uh, no surprise there, is going to be the head coach in Nebraska. We will get to him coaching the bowl game when we get to their game. Uh, Oregon opened up when Willie Taggart went to Florida State, as um, Sean discussed months and months ago. I know signing day was a couple days ago, Sean. Um, what, do you, what do you think of the Taggart hire? Um, recruits they got and that kind of thing with Florida State. Well, it, I mean, they only have five guys that signed, so there's not a whole hell of a lot of shit to talk with with that. What I will say is they recruited a kid that was an OSU commit, Jalen Woodby. They gave, he tweeted that he never got a Florida State offer, which speaks to my aforementioned point about Jimbo Fisher checking the hell out, along with the rest of his staff, looking for other jobs. And subsequently, that half that other staff has already scurried like, like cockroaches to the light to other places. They offer him a scholarship from Twitter. He visits. Eight days happen. He commits to Florida State. His dad played at USC. He was committed to OSU for over a year. So Slick Willie can recruit a little bit. I know we had a little people like, ah, I don't know if he can recruit. I know we had our, our buddy uh, that's following along, Mr. Josh Taylor, said, it ain't no way jo- Willie Taggart's on that level. Trust me, Willie's about to be on that level. He's he's getting all these Oregon kids that com- from Florida that committed to Oregon. They're going to be end up there. Warren Thompson, four slash five star wide receiver. Isaiah Bolden will commit tomorrow. Malcolm Mamar, defensive end, he'll commit. And he's going to end up with a, a class of about 15, 16. It'll end up probably in the teens next year's class. When you factor in that Georgia just put together about as good of a class as you can possibly put together at about 25 to 30 kids, next year is ripe 
for the picking for Florida State. They will have the number one recruited class, and if they don't, they will be in the top two with Alabama. Alabama had a slower class this year because they had some numbers issues. When you can't recruit a ton and you don't have spots, then you have to balance that. So Slick Willie going to be there. He's filling out his staff now. He just flew down to Miami to get Ron Dugans, an ex-Florida State receiver, who's on Miami's staff. He'll end up on the staff. He is going to have a staff that listens to nothing but rap music that guaranteed will tap in to the Florida principles. And we're looking at the U 2.0 at Florida State next year. Smoking that years to come. Smoking that herb. But you know what, Sean? It wasn't there always a, a controversial recruiting tactic that, that people claim uh, Saban did where he would over-recruit, even though he didn't have the numbers, over-recruit them and then basically make them earn their spot on the team? Called processing, baby. That's college football 101 in the SEC. And it's the thing that Urban Myers bitched about since he got back up to the Big Ten because he hated it at Florida. Because his whole thing at Florida was he didn't want to do that to high school's and kids that were at high schools, and he was finding that he was burning bridges as a result of it. So yes, so so why can't he still why can't he be in the top recruiting class if they can over recruit the numbers? Well, well, the early signing period actually, and we're going to end up getting into a longer discussion, and maybe we'll save it for another point or another pod. The early signing period actually really works against all these coaching changes. So we talked about all these. These kind of bouncing around and everything. I mean, Scott Frost is even there. They're signing Nebraska's class t- yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The early signing period. Once they sign, they're locked. They're they're done. I think it was like four hundred out of two hundred or twenty eight hundred recruits are unsigned. Now those are more toward the higher end premium kids, but there's a lot of colleges. And there's only 400 kids available now. So you can imagine the feeding frenzy and the uh, the bag men that are going to work the syndicate, if you will, dropping bags to get guys to visit. So January is going to be very lucrative and impressive. And what's going to happen, I think, with this is you saw all of that now. Next year is going to happen. And now all of these kids are going to realize that it's a new game. And if they hold off, they can get more money because once you sign, you don't get the the the, the uh, paper bag of money dropped off wherever you and your family are. That doesn't happen. It's to get you there or to keep you happy. Once you sign the dotted line, you're locked in. You're screwed by the NBA, uh, the NCA. So you know, no one acts like this happens. This happens. It happens. So. Now what's going to – this is the first year of it. The years coming on will play out, and you're going to see a whole different process play itself out as a result of this. Good points. All right. All right, let, let's get into the picks here. Um, one other coach change I mentioned, and um, so so we picked up – we picked seven bowl games uh, prior to this that have happened before. Farky really loved Boise. Um, I just want to mention – Oregon's coach um, and their players advocated for him was Mario Cristobal, <laughs> their co-OC, and they eventually they were so excited that he was hired that they trailed twenty-four to nothing against. They Marquee, pooped their uh, pants. Uh, so let's just be honest. They pooped their pants. Yeah. It was a big dump. I really hope. Steamy. I really hope it's. I really hope it's a new uh, Mark Helfrick situation because that's my boy. All right. Um, so let's do some housekeeping here before we uh, move on to the picks. 
Sean is uh, 105 and 98, so he's in the lead as we head into uh, pretty much the last slate of, ga- last slate of games we're going to talk about. Uh, Memphis Matt is two games back. I am four games back, and Farky's 11 games back of Sean. Uh, we, we are recording here Thursday night, the 21st. So the uh, the Bad Boys Mowers Gasparilla Bowl is going on. Uh, Temple is six and a half point favorites. Everyone take took that, them. Take that. Except Sean, who took FIU because he's in love with Butch Davis. He's a tool. I didn't even know Butch Davis coached for them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I'll be honest with you guys. Full stop. You think I give a shit about Florida International? I don't. Actually, I do. They're the Panthers. That's the only thing I know about them. And a full I take that back. Johnu Smith played tight end for him. He's on my dynasty league. I know that too. Hey, full disclosure. I didn't know he coached for him until I turned on the pregame myself. <laughs> See that weave? You see that weave? Butch Davis weave, man. I'll tell you what. Temple going to kick the shit out of FIU tonight. <laughs> Let's get a score. Let's get a score. What's the score? It's currently 7 nothing. 7 nothing. about four minutes left in the second half. So, or Sorry, first half. Let's get into uh, so Saturday slate, the 22nd. First bowl up uh, during the day is the Bahamas Bowl. UAB versus Ohio. I'll start off here. Ohio is favored by 7.5. They're the far superior team. Uh, but I think OU has quit. Uh, they should have beat Akron. Should have been the MAC championship game. Then lost to Buffalo. I just don't see them being very motivated to go kick the crap out of a inferior team. UAB is an er- interesting story. Their over under win total this year was three, and they're in a bowl game, so they have overachieved at eight and four. Because uh, of that, I'm going to take the seven and a half. I'm going to take UAB. Parky, um, I'm on the Bobcats, baby. Let's go. Give me UAB in this matchup. Seven and a half is too many. Um, aren't they the Dragons or something like that? I'll take the Dragons. They're not the Dragons. There's no way they're the freaking Dragons. What I'm thinking they? Ohio. I'm with Farky. Superior athletes. I mean, show you just literally described all of it. They've checked out, blah, blah, blah. This is the start of a new season. Let's go Bobcats. Let's take Peter King, Matt Moner, Tony Rizzo. Let's roll. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Um, well, I was looking it up. Yeah, their mascot is Blaze the Dragon, so that's where we're Yeah, I, I thought I'd be dragging my balls across your face, unit. Oh, <laughs> Blaze. Blaze the Dragon. Like Denny Blazing, please. Hey, I'm only down 11, and I'm only down 11, and there's a bunch of... No one cares what you're down. You're so far <laughs> behind in the so review. We left, you, we left you down the road. Hey, I like my steak medium rare. Nice Boise pick. Speaking of Boise, next bowl is the famous Idaho Potato Bowl in Boise. Uh, Central Michigan is facing Wyoming. Wyoming is three-point favorites. Farky, we will start with you here. Guys, do you want to see two teams get up for a bowl? Do you want to see energy? It's going to be for the Idaho Potato Bowl. Best potatoes in the world. These two teams are going to be jacked. Unfortunately, I looked at both teams' schedules and records for the season. The best win between both of these teams is Ohio, and Central Michigan won that game. So I'm going to take Central Michigan. Last 10 years, this has always been a pretty scrappy squad. Uh, they, they actually have played really well in their bowl games. Um, always seem to pull one out. Josh Allen's overrated. Give me Josh Rosen in, in the uh, draft for the Cleveland Browns' own 16, number one pick. Let's go Central Michigan. We didn't even hit UCLA yet. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. Is there a more overrated side dish to go along with a good steak than a fucking potato? I don't care if you scallop it, fry it, saute it, bake it. There are 10 different options that are better. Give me some for Michigan. I, 
I, I mean, I can't even disagree with that. Like 10 different op- – I thought we were moving on with these games. This is going to be a three-hour pod if we're going to start breaking down potatoes with steaks. The worst Christ. thing you can put with a steak is A1, not a potato. So you're both wrong. Well, that's not a side. No one ever gets a side of A1. First of all, the worst thing you could put would be human feces. Like, I could go through a list of worst things. Like, name, name if we want to work off no, I got something. Equal matter as a side. I got something worse. That acid they put the bodies in on Breaking Bad where they melt the bodies down. That'd be worse. I haven't seen it. Spoiler alert. You would never alert. be able to go to Fleming's and order that. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's 2000, almost 18. Get on it. I know. We're going to build towards it. We're going to build towards it. Uh, I'm taking Central Michigan. I don't have anything else to say on this game other than Josh Allen sucks. And if the Browns even work him out, I will literally go up to Berea. I, I can't even speak it online. I got to keep it to myself. I said this during the first pod that didn't get released because I screwed up. But Josh Allen's in a difficult situation. He lost four of his top playmakers from last year. His offensive line stinks. So, and he has uh, a boo boo shoulder. Making excuses for that loser. He it, sucks. And he because of that, Central Michigan has won and covered the last four games. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to take Central Michigan here. So, um, yeah, we'll go. We'll go that route. Next That's game, consensus. Ev- yeah, consensus. Everyone's favorite bowl, the Birmingham Bowl. Memphis, Matt, I know you love cities. I'm sure you love Birmingham. Texas Tech uh, is facing South Florida. South Florida, two and a half point favorites. Who do you like here? As far as I'm concerned, bring the bulldozer in and flatten Birmingham. That place sucks. Uh, give me the Bulls. Cliff Kingsbury's a loser. Two and a half. Uh, not not enough for Texas Tech to cover here. Uh, give me USF. I mean, I wouldn't have put it exactly that way, but a lot of the similar points with Cliff Clingsbury and, and some of the other clowns. I just think US, USF's a better team. Yeah, you took mine. USF's the better team. Give me USF as well. Plus, Texas Tech has sucked all year. The fact that guy's still coaching is just a travesty to that fucking school. I will not, I will not argue with that. The tech, uh, UCF or USF is better. I just... I don't see how they're motivated. They should be in a, you know, in a New Year's Six game. They sh- should have won the game. You know, their conference courting them. So, because of that, I'm unfortunately somehow going to take Cliff Kingsbury. I'm going to write. I so- love how I love how you have the your pulse on every one of these programs. OU. OU's not motivated. This team's not motivated. You're spending a lot of time. Oh, no, I mean, it. yeah, yeah you, you done thought he was in the locker room sucking whatever. <laughs> You're going to hear that a lot on this pod. The one thing I look at bowl games is who's actually motivated to be there. You know, oh god, whatever. Next one, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth, Texas, another beautiful city. Sean, we'll start with you, Sandy. Uh, I mean, I, I I've got a tried and true theory. The Armed Forces they don't dick around with bowl games. You always take them unless you're faced against superior talent. In this case, it's superior talent, a way better team, an unfair advantage. This is this is an FAU versus uh, Shills alma mater in Akron, that dumpster fire. But it's pretty close. I love San Diego State here. Give me the Aztecs. Marshall Falk, Penny, all like these uh, – whatever the dude's last year was – Number nineteen, I don't care. Whatever, I'm taking the, the Aztecs. That's great. I, I don't great like ISIS. I, I'm going to take San Diego State as well. 
Um, Army can't stop the run, and San Diego State has faced the option a couple times this year. So I'm going to take them as well. Farky? Yeah, I don't like ISIS. So you'll see me taking most of the armed forces in these bowl games because they have heart. They won't be down. They'll play for whatever, whenever, in the crap Take a shit on the best part is after the first quarter, if they're down 14 nothing, the tweets – or not not the tweets. The texts that we get from Parky are unbelievably hilarious compared to that comment. Listen. Like, he's got his hand on his chest until the moment that they turn his money around, and then he is literally a Benedict Arnold. I have never – I have never bashed the Armed Forces teams ever. Listen. I, I know for a fact you have called Armed Forces teams losers before. I know for a fact. Well, hey, these guys will dick be up. I got to suck to get to my pick? <laughs> Go to it. Fire away, bourbon boy. For God's sake, it's called the Armed Forces Bowl. How are you going to bet against one of the Armed Forces teams? His Navy lost last bowl. year, dick. I don't give America. a rat's ass. Give me Army. Nader loves it. Loves this country. Love him. Next game, the uh, Dollar General Bowl. So we'll start with Memphis Matt since that's his favorite place to shop. Appalachian State are seven-point dogs to Toledo. Memphis Matt, who do you like? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Dollar General's headquarters is actually in Toledo. Toledo sucks. That city blows. But the problem is is uh, this ain't Appalachian State from like nine years ago when they beat Michigan. So even though I absolutely hate Toledo and wouldn't wipe my ass with the toilet paper there, um, give me Toledo. John. Well, well, well. The plot thickens. Um, I hate this this line number. It's seven. Is it a legit seven show? Where'd this open? Seven and a half. Boom. Oh, it's seven and a half? No, it opened seven and a half. It's now down to seven. I, I want App State. Oh. Oh, with the flip flop. Here you guys go. Motivation. Uh, Toledo already won their conference. I don't see them. Um, App State's got a lot more seniors than Toledo, even though Toledo has a decent amount. I'm going to take the seven. Wouldn't be surprised if they won outright. Barky? Uh, just answer this yes or no. Are the armed forces motivated for bowl games? Yes. Okay, then your your argument's crap. I'm taking Toledo <laughs> in this game. App State and Toledo aren't in the armed forces, bro. No, 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 because he brought the motivation thing up again, and, and the armed yep. forces teams are always motivated. But it's I'm taking Toledo like, here. Here's the thing. Army isn't that good, and San Diego State's legitimately good. It's we'll a see. whole separate point. We'll see, Oregon pick. Uh, I'm taking Toledo in this game. Give me Toledo. Son of a bitch took SMU and Sonny Dykes. <laughs> hey, all I know is I liked it when the good guys won at the end of Zero Dark Thirty. Give me or Army again. You can't bet Army when we're picking <laughs> App State versus Toledo. <laughs> I already made my Toledo pick. Oh, lucky us. All right, moving on. Hawaii Bowl, Fresno State, uh, two-and-a-half-point dogs against Houston. Um, even though they have Ed Oliver, they have a difficult time stopping the run. Fresno State has already played in Hawaii. So um, I think they'll have less, less distractions there. I am taking Fresno plus two and a half. Farky. Give me Houston. Although I can't believe you were able to make a pick because how are either team going to be motivated playing in Hawaii? So give me Houston, though, for my well, pick. Fre- Fresno State's already played there, so. They've already seen all the sights. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> give, give, me, uh, give me Houston. 
I'll tell you what, uh, Houston already blew their nut earlier when they tried to beat uh, Memphis and couldn't do it. That's They're going up against a team that's almost almost as good. I mean, let's be honest. The fact that I get two and a half with Fresno State, I mean, this is a lock. Oh, I'm taking Houston. Nader's a loser. He's wrong here. He's dead wrong. Let's move on. Zaxby's Heart of Dallas Bowl uh, this day after Christmas in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. Sean, we'll start with you. Holg is getting six and a half without Will Greer against Utah. Who do you like here? Without Will Greer. Perfect. Right there. The other component here is I don't trust West Virginia kids in downtown Dallas. I went out in downtown Dallas. I know how that can be, that scene. I don't trust them. I think there's going to be a late suspension <laughs> right before the game. I like Utah. I, I The Utes, they don't get into trouble. I saw the fans when, when I was there for a Sugar Bowl against Bama in New Orleans. They didn't do anything, and Bama fans were toothless, shirtless, and useless. I'm taking the Utes. Let's go. Gets even worse. West Virginia is the youngest team in the country. Down I there. don't care about that. That's a good Great. point, actually. I like that. I'm taking Utah also, minus six and a half. Uh, their backup quarterback stinks. Farky? Give me the Utes. I think they're a better team all around. I'm sick and tired of, of backing this West Virginia squad. These guys have screwed me probably over 50% of times this year. Utah's coming off some decent games. Big Washington State, Washington, beat Colorado. Give me the Utes. Damara Farkas, Utah. Uh, I think I saw earlier that West Virginia's best receiver is sitting out this game, so he doesn't hurt his draft stock. Um, also, obviously, Will Greer's fingers at a 90-degree angle still. My only concern with this game is there's a lot of Mountain Dew and Code Red in Dallas. That could get the U- Utes all fired up, but uh, give me Utah. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, though, this pod had it last year, and three of us were on this. This whole sitting out for draft – I think we all said this was going to be a way bigger thing. Farky, you hated it, but we all said this was this was going to be a way bigger thing. There was about three guys last year. Now there's about 15 guys this year. Where do we see this trend going, guys? Higher. Higher. I'll agree with that. Yes, definitely going higher. Next game, Quick Lane Bowl in beautiful Detroit at Ford Field. Duke is five-and-a-half-point favorites against Northern Illinois. Um I'm going to take New, uh, Northern Illinois here. Um, good end of the year. They're second in sacks. I just – I don't think Duke's going to be able to run the ball against them. I'm going to take NIU and plus five and a half. Farky? You think these You think these Duke boys that are going on to these wonderful lives and careers give a shit about <laughs> playing in the city of Detroit? Hell no. <laughs> give me Northern Illinois. Shill, once again, going back on your word, if you'd read anything at all, you would have noticed that the coach, even admit for Northern Illinois, even admitted that his teams aren't really pumped up to play at Ford Field, and they thought they should have gotten a better bowl. So, you know, your motivation here, once again, is a bullshit excuse, but uh, I'm going Northern Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't have lost four He dogged Shill for his entire rant, which, by the way, was an, was an unsanctioned rant. And then on top of it, takes Northern Illinois. This this son of a bitch is unbelievable. I'm taking Northern Illinois. Duke, this will be Duke graduates. This will be the last time you enter a third world country. Enjoy. <laughs> also, keep in mind this is a day after Christmas, so Cutcliffe probably has 18 different houses to go to because he's old as balls. Probably has 18 grandkids. So 
I don't find him motivated to be there. Oh, Next he went with grandkids. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and by the way, they're all in the South on some aristocrat's house, not in Detroit, which literally has become the opening scene of RoboCop. <laughs> it looks like Beirut. I was there. It was atrocious. <laughs> the place sucks. Farky mentioned Josh Rosen. He is playing in the Cactus Bowl in Chase Field in Phoenix. He is a two-and-a-half-point dog to K-State. Could be Bill Snyder's last game coaching. Farky, who do you like here? I'll say this. I watched UCLA play against USC from start to finish. Josh Rosen, I've dogged UCLA all year. He is the guy. I mentioned it earlier. He's the number one pick when it comes to mechanics, pro-style offense, readiness. He is the guy. Anyone that says Baker Mayfield or any of these other slapdick quarterbacks are the guy, Josh Allen, God forbid, needs to call Willie Taggart's drug dealer and ask for a crack pipe because there is no chance that anyone else. Give me UCLA. Josh Rose is is going off. I I love how Willie Taggart's moved on to crack now. No, 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 no. Just his dealer. They need to grab a crack pipe Uh, from his dealer. Listen, I'm telling you what. Bill Snyder, he's going out with a big win against UCLA. And then the players, I think they all chipped in and bought him one of those rascals that he can ride off the field in because he's (laughs) – because that son of a bitch is like 98 years old. Give me Kansas State. I'm 100% with you, Nader. I was all over Josh Rosen here, and then I heard the post the potential retirement news. I flipped my pick. I totally did that. My only question, do they carry the rascal, or do they let him Marshawn Lynch it the way out? They let him Marshawn Lynch it. Yeah, <laughs> like soup it up, take the governor off. Thanks, governor, and let him just straight roll around. Where the where? the hell they playing oh phoenix just let them roll around phoenix right into a retirement home right right in, just creep on in right into a fucking cactus Play nine and question. he'll be in bed by four when you, <laughs> when you take on dialysis when you take a governor off of a rascal what is it able to hit like nine miles an hour are you high i took governors off at ohio state i took governors off golf carts I got those things three and four times faster than they're talking capable. about. Some that runs on gasoline, not some that runs off a nine volt battery. Bill Snyder's like forty two pounds. He's practically bones and skin. Like you're not hauling like a big load. Yeah, dude. Like you know, Bill Snyder's so old. Like, he likes like eats at like K and W cafeteria in Myrtle Beach or you Ponderosa. The Golden right. Corral when you showed up. <laughs> oh geez uh case kansas state can't stop the pass ucla can't stop the run uh i'm gonna take josh rosen to be the number one pick and be um you know wanting to show out there so i'm gonna take ucla as well next game sean we're gonna start with your uh seminoles here the walk-ons independence bowl in beautiful street point uh louisiana florida state is 16 half point favorites who you like here this is a straight up. I'm trying to pro- prove myself to Willie. They've got all young guys. They've let something. Derwin James isn't going to play. Matthew Thomas is pretty much gone to the draft. Who's a sleeper linebacker, by the way. We'll touch that on an NFL pod. Um, the Knowles, period. The Knowles. This is going to be a slaughter. This team now is built for like. This type of explosiveness, it's a show-off game. It's all these kids showing out. It's a nice time of the day. 
perfect spot for Florida State. They are going to win, and they are going to win big. I, I will ask you this. So the kids love uh, – is it Haggins? Gonna be Haggins. Coach. Odell. And, and Taggart's bringing over his uh, defensive coordinator. Is Haggins coaching for his job here, kind of be a D-line guy? Well, he's not bringing over – the defense coordinator is unknown. He just – Taggart today went down to Miami. Now, most people say he went down to Miami to get Ron Dugans to be the wide receivers coach who used to be a Florida State receiver during the, the peak years, late 90s. I actually think that there's the potential that he also had a conversation with Manny Diaz, the defensive coordinator for the Miami Hurricanes, and it maybe might have been a two-for-one type trip. Either way, if he doesn't get Manny Diaz, Jim Leonard from Wisconsin's an option, and the idea there being, oh, he's not going to leave his alma mater. You still have to build some roots. If you follow us on Twitter, there was a post about or a tweet about this, that you build some contacts in Florida. You build some for two to three years. Even if you want to get back to your alma mater to coach there long-term, their coach isn't going anywhere the next three, four, five years. Was it Chris, Paul Chris? He's not going anywhere. You get this, you establish this so that if you ever go back to that job or other jobs up north, you've got the most ripe state other than maybe Texas, and that's debatable, possible for recruiting talent, you've established yourself. So Florida State's going to get a defensive coordinator. I'm not worried about that. But that said, all of that, Odell Haggins isn't going anywhere. Defensive line, He's a he went to uh, Florida State. That's a heritage guy. Taggart is a guy that idolized Florida State, idolized the teams of that 80s, 90s era. He's familiar with Odell. It's just total fit there. They're on recruiting trips. Don't worry about that. This is a total show out, show up, let's go next year type situation. This is going to be a slaughter. You are all in on Willie Taggart. I cannot wait. For, I, I, I'm I'm now rooting for it to blow up because you are all in right now. I, hey, he's think- got some Jim. Here's my only – you guys heard me. Read up on Willie Taggart. This isn't just some guy that just runs the spread. He's got – he actually is closer to Harbaugh. And it, like him and Harbaugh texted, he wants to run that system. He actually, like a true coach, defines his system with the talent that he actually has. Whatever, I'm taking Florida State minus sixteen and a half as well. Harky, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm all over this with Sean. I think this has blowout city potential, so I'm taking Florida State. But for my take, I'm going to ask a question, Sean. Who do you think? Because I've tried to go through the the past rosters at Florida State, and notably. I can't think anybody that's gotten in super big uh, smoke and trouble. Who do you think Willie reaches out to when he's in Tallahassee to find out who has the best shit? The reason why they don't get caught is because everybody's down. Who gives a shit? You know what name came to mind is somebody that would absolutely know probably a Snoop Menace. Snoop, Snoop got, Snoop, we lost a national title because of Snoop. Did you know that? Or maybe Randy Moss from back in the day. Because of great issues. Randy spent half a season down there. Randy, no, 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 no. Randy's problem was not Florida State. Randy's problem was when he went back home and stomped on a high school kid. (laughs) He loved Florida State. And trust me, Randy would have been, he'd have got the Dalvin Cook treatment in Florida State. But truth be told, Randy did fail a drug test when he was at Florida State. No, he failed it in Notre Dame. Oh, he did? He didn't fail any drug tests at Florida State. To my wow. knowledge. Well, then, Randy, I'll tell you what. Then, then I take that back. Randy knows where the best shit in Tallahassee is. 
I'll I'll tell you what. I wish Sean was close to Willie Taggart so Willie Taggart could go up to Sean's chin and scratch it and say balls itch because his nuts are all over your face right now. It makes me want to puke. But I'll tell you what. Give me the Seminoles. <laughs> New Era Pinstripe Bowl in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, take this um, one, Nader, you loser. <laughs> take this. You love Iowa. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites against Boston College. Who you like here? Listen, the only side option to go with steak that's shittier than a potato is cream of corn. I fucking or I hate cream of corn. But <laughs> that's too. This is basically a home game for BC. They don't have to travel that far. Um, you know, Yankee Stadium is a shit place to watch a football game. They have to wedge that stupid field in there. Um, you know what? Iowa sucks. Give me BC. I mean, <laughs> you have like half of what Nader says is true. I'm taking Iowa. I, I want to go to Iowa. BC does one thing well that that's run the ball, and that's the only thing Iowa does well is stop the run. Uh, I could see a seven three final if the weather's bad, but give me Iowa, Farky. Gosh, Nader ruins a consensus by taking this shit ass BC team. I mean, my God, give me Iowa. I, at least they beat the piss out of Ohio State. BC has done nothing this year. Well, they did beat North Carolina State, but whatever. If Iowa. this game is 7-3, you literally have to drink every punt. That's the listeners what you have to do. Whenever there's a punt, you have to drink. Shot. Every Listen, time. Cream of corn sucks, yes or no? Cream of corn oh, blows. I mean, I like, I like it, but I... It oh, you're a coward. No, I like it. It ain't my it's favorite horrible. side for steak, but I'll eat cream of corn. Ugh. Be- besides stuffing, my favorite Thanksgiving side is a corn casserole. You're a loser. <laughs> God, you know what? God. Oh, what do you mean? Cranberry sauce? Yeah. Wait, I didn't even know that you could get warm cream corn casserole when you're eating in a trailer. <laughs> you know what? I don't eat casserole because I make more than six fifty an hour. Oh, God. Here we go. I'm, I can name a casserole. Oh, I mean, I'll get on a cream bean casserole, but a corn casserole? Literally. No, I don't. But it's the same way it looks going in as the same way going out. It ain't that good of a casserole. I will say this: there's a certain a follower of this pod, one Isaac C. Smith, that makes way more than six fifty an hour. He will literally eat a casserole every night if he had a chance. And Next pod, and jelly a a loser. Of, uh, Next pod, I'll have a list of things that are dirt cheap that I know you eat. <laughs> Foster Forbes Bowl Obstacle. in Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, home of the 49ers. Arizona are three and a half point favorites against Purdue. Um, pretty simple. I think Tate runs for 250. I'm going to take Zona, lay the three and a half. Fargy? Uh, yeah, give me Zona. Purdue absolutely blows. Give me Zona. Tate probably will run for 250. That's not going to be enough, baby. Give me the Boilermakers getting three and a half. Here's my whole thing here. The best person on the field, Tate's a really, really, really good player. But the smartest mind on the field is Jeff Brom. He knows that Tate's a really good player. I'll take Purdue. Just, I'll take Purdue. That's probably why they had the great season they had. They did. It's Purdue. Can I point out something else? Levi's jeans suck, just for the record. Horrible. They're horrible. God. Get more of, like, a douchey fit. It's impossible. Uh, it's horrible. I mean, yeah, thanks for putting my nuts in my pocket. Jesus Christ. Yep. Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl in Energy Stadium in Houston. 
Memphis, Matt, Texas is two and a half point dogs to Missouri. Who you like here? Yeah, I'm not really sure why Texas is a dog. Um, this is Tom. This is Tom Herbert's prepping up. He's got a top five recruiting class next year. He's getting ready for 2018 season. He's just going to carry over. Uh, give me Texas getting two and a half. I think they win the game outright. Uh, the reason why Tom Herman is doing all that recruiting and stuff because he knows this team sucks and he doesn't care about this team. Give me Mizzou. Missouri's been hot. Um, I hate betting Texas game because they beat some good teams, lost to some crap teams. I'm going to think I take the hotter team here. I'm going to take Missouri. Barky? Give me the better coach and the better players, period. Hey, Rick. Real quick, while we're on this game, can we just talk 30 seconds about Cardale Jones's tweet, how he lost $20 the other night in a discussion on where Kansas City is at, and then asked his fourth-grade geography teacher to Venmo him 20 because that's why he lost the bet. I missed that. No, no um, I don't know that how could, that, that could yeah. get off the rails. He thought Kansas City was actually in Kansas, not in not in Missouri. And he wants his his co- his fourth grade geography teacher to Venmo in that twenty spot. I'm sure he knows where Key West and San Francisco. Let's be honest. Who's his fourth grade teacher? I'm not sure that the fourth grade teacher wouldn't have lost that bet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just gonna say if you want to know why he lost that bet, you could have walked right into the uh, Glenville High School gymnasium when Cardell Jones owned his press uh, held his press conference to announce he was going to Ohio State. So that, that's my take on it. Military tells me the geography teacher wasn't there because he didn't know how to get there. <laughs> I need more bourbon. All right, well, well Farky, go here since it's the military bowl. We know where he's going. Virginia and Navy. Navy are two point favorites here in Annapolis, Maryland. Farky, you taking the taking America here? My country tis of the sweet sucked. All right, we got it. Yeah. Um, Nader, go ahead. I'll tell you what, this one's tough because technically, I mean, Virginia's got a strong, you know, military presence, but, you know, you've got to go with the actual Naval Academy. Uh, Navy minus two, this is Lock City. Ugh. I mean, yeah, Virginia sucks. Like, they don't, they limit, they're limited on talent. This is, compared to the Army game, this is where I'll revert back. When the talent is overwhelming, then I'll take the talent team. This is about an even matchup. Virginia is going to be, you know, smoking blunts and drinking Floridies. You know, they got done with their finals. I'm taking the, the midshipmen instead here. Virginia runs a three-three-five, and I'm no Jerry Burris, but that sounds really, really like a bad idea against Navy. I'll take Navy. It's consensus. Next game, uh, the world-renowned Camping World Bowl in Orlando. Virginia Tech, uh, four-point dogs to Oklahoma State. Uh, Sean, you taking Gundy and the mullet here? This is as big of a lock, guys. I don't know how the hell there's an individual not on Oklahoma State here. Virginia Tech cannot score. Cannot score. Oklahoma State is, can, and will score. You have to find a way to get to 30-plus. Virginia Tech simply cannot. This game is a shit show of epic proportions. I can't believe it's not a consensus. I'm going I'm going before Shill so he can defend himself. When I saw this, I was furious because this is my favorite game of the entire Bulls. I, I gotta be honest, it's it's in my top three. I'm with you, Farky. I, I cannot believe we're not consensus consensusing this. So go ahead, Shill. Give me a I've got 
I've got two things I want to say before Shul goes into this this <laughs> yes. pathetic display of trying to Nader, berate his existence. One, first of all, I just want to say that Oklahoma State hasn't scored less than 31 all year, and they hung 51 on Oklahoma. Virginia Tech can't keep up. Two, Get I like camping. Bud Foster's nuts, Shil. Dude, I like camping. There is no place in this world I'd want to camp less than fucking Orlando, Florida, where you got Swamp mosquitoes ass. the size of raccoons flying up my ass. Give me Oklahoma State. This is a blowout. I'd give nothing more than to see you camping for a weekend in the middle of August in Orlando outside. Oh, God, I hate Orlando to begin with. That place sucks. All right, let me do more research. It could be a pod bet if you guys talk me into it. Here's my thinking. The line seems way research too Research more, geek. <laughs> Here's my research. The line se- the line does seem low. I would have put it at seven or maybe seven and a half. Virginia Tech, their strength is a secondary. Oklahoma State a month ago was playing for national championship implications. No, they weren't. Do you really You're think? high as shit. No, they weren't. If they, they, they won't, weren't. First of all, Gundy's in Orlando. You don't think Mike Gundy wants to win and hit Disney World up after – He's got a mullet, for Christ's sake. He's got nothing else to live for but Disney World. You don't think that team knows he got on a plane and went to Tennessee? No, because as a matter of fact, he told Florida no. He took to Tennessee, said no, and went back to Oklahoma State and went to the team and said, I ain't going to Tennessee. So now they're revitalized. I'm going to flip the script on that ass. I am too, because you know what? If I'm those players and he went to Tennessee and then made a joke of it the way he did, I know he didn't come out and say anything outlandish. He just said, yeah, no thanks. I'll stay at, I'll stay at Oklahoma State. Thanks. I'll tell you what. If Gundy got on that Jaws ride at Universal uh, Studios, there's no way he doesn't take that 12-gauge out of that guy's hand and shoot that shark. No, it's done. It's, it's done. And, and then he dips his hand in the water and runs it through the back. Put a fork in that loser. It's a lock. All right, we'll figure it out. Oklahoma State might be a pod bet. Let's move on. Holiday Bowl, Wazoo and Mike Leach, one-point favorites gets Michigan State in San Diego, California. Memphis, Matt, who you like here? I'm just going to go ahead, <laughs> go ahead and berate myself before Fargy gets a chance to because I know he's going to bring up the fact that I'm not betting Michigan State as a pick especially when Washington State sucks on the road. This is effectively a road game for them because they don't play well anywhere outside of their home stadium, whether it's a neutral site or not. Don't give a shit. But give me Leach, baby. I wish he was coming over to the East Coast. He's not. Um, un- that's unfortunate. Uh, but give me Leach. There's plenty of people to lock up in some sweat houses. Leach. I'm, I'm just with Nate. Everything the Nader said, plus uh, Michigan State had a nice season. They they were um, better than expected all year. They're running into a buzzsaw with Washington State, who maybe kind of um, was underperformed the last three, four weeks of the season. This is right spot for them. Be nice warm weather, get up and down the field, shoot out. Michigan State can't keep up with them. Michigan State cannot stop, or they stop the run very well. Uh, Wazoo's not going to do that. Uh, the only thing that scares me is with a month to prepare, Leach has been not too good in bowl games. And of course, as the aforementioned Mark D'Antonio for Michigan State, I'm still going to take Leach here. Uh, this over under is 45, which seems way too low for me. So. That might be a bet a little bit later on. Uh, Farky, consensus? Yeah, I don't give a shit about their their road record. I know there's <laughs> there's consistency there, but 
guess what? Michigan State doesn't play well at Northwestern. So uh, I'll go ahead and take Leach and his air attack against these losers. <laughs> Next game, Alamo Bowl in San Antonio. TCU are three-point favorites against Stanford. Farky, we'll start with you here. TCU all day, every day, baby. I love TCU as a big bounce-back statement win in the bowl games. They were up and down towards the end of the year. Uh, we were on them, then got off them. They had some bad losses, but I love them here against the Stanford squad. Stanford did show us some promise at the end of the season, but I'm, I'm getting back on my train where I hate this team. They aren't going to be able to keep up with these guys or the defense. Give me TCU. I'm ruining the consensus pick. <laughs> You know, I always like to give our listeners uh, my opinion on different cities, and I should have talked about the last city. Uh, San Diego is one of the best place, places in the lower 48. Um, but San Antonio is underrated. Nice city. Riverwalk's kind of a tourist trap, but some good bars there. It's kind of fun. You know, you can go out there, get shit-faced, pissed in that river if you want to, and it's all good. I get a healthy Bryce Love uh, after, you know, a couple weeks off. Give me Stanford plus the three. I know they're boring. Don't care. Like them here. Give me three. I bounced around on this one. This is one of the tougher ones. This would probably be like at a one uh, or or one, two, or three on the full bowl schedule. Um, I'll take Stanford. I am terrified of David Shaw. Uh, he stinks. But uh, Costello's improved, and I've mentioned over and over again, Stanford goes on the health of uh, Bryce Love, and he's had a month off, as Memphis Matt has said, so I'm going to take Stanford as well. Next game. Real quick, real quick. Yes. Just so I know, because I've meant to ask this over, over other weeks. We, the, we've talked about Bryce Love's health all year. He rushed for 1,900, almost 2,000 yards. Which games was he unhealthy for that he played bad? The games that as soon as he got off the ground, he limped back to the huddle and then sucked it up for another play and then limped back to the huddle and then sucked it up for another play. But I'm saying, how did he perform in those games? Uh, pretty Still good. Really well. So if he's healthy, I think it's going to be uh, very well. Okay. Hey, Jim I, I thought he was pretty consistent every week. Is he related to Kevin Love? No. <laughs> Slightly different pigment, but fair enough. <laughs> Belk Bowl, uh, Panther Stadium. Uh, Wake are three-point favorites to Texas A&M. The line makes no sense, uh, but it's practically a home game for Wake. Uh, I'm going to lay the three. I'm going to take Wake here. Farky. Um, I'm taking Wake all day long, especially since we, they have Texas A&M has no coach that's worth a shit anymore because their coach that they have now is worse than the last coach they had. So uh, give me Wake. Wow. <laughs> uh, Wake Forest. Uh, Talent-wise, when they walk on the field, who's got better talent, guys? Texas A&M. I'm taking A&M. Okay. Cool. Awesome. I'm just okay. stopping the consensus. Uh, riv- riveting there with that game. Sun Bowl, El Paso, Texas. <laughs> NC State are six and a half point favorites. Oh, Sun- you want to talk about no coach. You yes. want to talk about no coach, fellas. We're about to take a deep dive right now. The NC State seniors, Chubbs playing, senior quarterback, couple position players, seniors, strong defense. This – I, there's two of you guys. How the hell are you taking Arizona State with the 
dumpster fire that Herm Edwards has created, Napier out, defensive coordinator out. They don't have any leader. Who's calling the plays, guys? Who's calling the plays? Quarterback coach? Herm Edwards is going to call the plays from, from Bristol? Who's oh, calling I the plays? You play to win the game. Guys, I have, I have to go next again because you guys are on the other side of this, but this was my second favorite bowl. <laughs> and it's this one I've, I'm up against two opposites on. I, Herm Edwards, we've said, is it abortion in that whole situation? How Give him the old medal. How are we not taking the other side of this? Go ahead. We will start betting against Arizona State next year. This is one last hurrah for Todd Graham. He is a fantastic oh. coach. Um, actually, he sucks. I feel the line should be a pick on. The fact I'm getting six and a half is the only reason I can justify is a pick. Is Todd Graham still coaching them? Yes, Todd Graham is coaching this game as a lame duck. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're not going to listen to him. Oh, my God. The NC State is a has had a good season. This is less than a touchdown. All they have to do is win by a touchdown. NC State, is, uh, this game should be a pick 'em. I'm taking the point. <laughs> oh. Memphis, Matt. Oh I mean, so I'm right there with you. I think this yeah, is a shootout. High, high scoring game. You know, the Sun Bowl is my favorite uh, bowl every year because usually the game is just total rat shit. So they always talk about like the beautiful setting of like the Oop, stadium. All right. built. Your favorite game. Who played last year? No, if you'll let me get to it, I'm saying you don't know who played last year. Better Google search that shit, man, because I know who played and I know who sat out of the game. Oh, my God. The reason it's my favorite game is because it's such dog shit that they always talk about the beautiful setting and how, like, the stadium. It was 17-16 last year. Mitch Trubisky couldn't get uh, the the two-point conversion or whatever the hell it was. McCaffrey didn't even play, and Stanford beat him because the Thomas kid played out of his damn mind and dominated all of North Carolina. Well, I'll tell you what. You stick with that NC State game. So entertaining. You remembered it. Stop, stick with NC State, and you can watch Arizona State dominate this year. Dick Bowl. Um We'll start with you, Memphis, Matt. Uh, I know you dog on a lot of cities. I think Nashville is amazing. Uh, Northwestern, seven-and-a-half-point favorites against Kentucky. Who do you like here? I will admit I have never been to Nashville, and my wife wants me to go really bad. I've heard it's pretty sweet. I know Chicago's legit. I've been there multiple times with Jay. And like mostly for that god awful St. Patrick's Day when it's piss cold out, and all he wants to do is hang out in like Irish bars and just drink natty and piss on ourselves. That was a long time ago. Uh, give me Northwestern minus the seven and a half. Nashville's got the best airport that I think I've been to in the um, in the states, maybe other than Seattle. I like actually like Charlotte a lot. What I will say though is like Nashville needs to get off its own nuts relax you still like bang country music there ain't you don't have any hip-hop relax oh by the way i'm taking northwestern northwestern played really good this last month um playing an sec team i know kentucky sec team doesn't really belong in the same sentence the fact this line hasn't moved or get to seven it's staying at seven half i think is telling i'm taking northwestern Sparky. Uh, I'm taking Northwestern as well. Thank God we're all on the same page on this because I love this game as well. Um, Nader, you better have been on this game because they, they beat your boys, the Spartans. Uh, I, I need I would need someone to give me one reason to pick Kentucky, and I know it can't happen. So give me uh, 
give me Northwestern. Their coach is, is going to have these guys ready to play, even though it's some crap bowl against a crap team. Next game, Arizona Bowl in Tucson. Uh, don't say you're taking the Aggies because that's not funny. New Mexico State, first bowl game in 57 years. They are four-point favorites against Utah State. I'm taking New Mexico State. Um, probably really excited to be in a bowl game for the first time in a long time. Farky. Don't have a clue on either of these teams or the game. Give me Utah State. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't. Uh, I don't know shit about these two losers. I do know that Arizona is an underrated state, and I enjoy visiting there quite frequently. Uh, give me New Mexico State. Bob Davy coached for them, right? Or is it he? He coached for New, New Mexico. Mexico. New Mexico. Shit, I only picked New Mexico State because I thought Bob, I thought was Bob Davy was dead. <laughs> uh, well, no, he ain't dead. He might as well be, but um, I'll take New Mexico State. What the hell? This will not be one that we wager on. I can guarantee, goddamn, tee it. We're really good analysis, guys. Good job. Tax Slayer Bowl, Jaguars. How about this? I'll give you an analysis when your teams are worth the shit. How about that? <laughs> Great take. Right, you, got, you got one for this one. Louisville, six and a half point yeah. favorites. Mississippi Lamar State. Jackson is going to go batshit crazy. 50, this is my number one, 52 to 17. This is going to be an ass raping. Mississippi State does not have a coach. Again, this is a slaughter central USA. Louisville, Petrino, momentum, slaughter. I, I don't even understand how you could take anybody other than the Ville here and Lamar Jackson. This is his ceremony off into the NFL, where, by the way, he is a sleeper quarterback pick. I agree with everything. Um, I will add that Nick Fitzgerald is not playing in this game, so I'm taking Louisville. Oh, shit. Oh, Farky. Well, I watched Louisville lose to BC and Wake, and uh, I know Mississippi State plays in the SEC, and they had some decent wins and the decent games this year. I don't disagree. I do think Lamar. I like Lamar Jackson as a player much more than I did last year. I thought it was going to be much of the same as some of these uh, athletic quarterbacks that go into the draft. I'm with Unit on this. I think he does have a. Uh, he's going to end up being a sneaky success in the in the uh, NFL. But in this game, I like Mississippi State. I'm I'm ruining the consensus. Nah, give me the Ville minus six and a half. It's his going out party. Big time. He's going to rush for 200, throw for another 200. Give me uh, Louisville minus six and a half. Coming right back to you. We are headed oh. to the Tiger Dome in Memphis. They're yes, baby. Listen. State. Let it roll. I'll tell you what. I've been waiting for this game all year, although it's a real shame these fucking guys aren't in a New Year's Six Bowl. Um that's three now. How'd, they, how'd that conference championship game go for him? Well, it was a shootout. I'll tell you what. Shell told you to bet the over at 81. It ended up like 197. Um, look, Memphis, uh, look, the Liberty Bowl, Memphis stands for liberty, just freedom, just love and life. Give me the Tigers. Riley Ferguson lighting it up through the air. Um, just this is Lock City. I implore you listeners, if you have extra money laying around, just throw a dime, throw a hundred bucks, throw two hundred bucks. Hell, take your four hundred one k, put it on Memphis. They roll. Uh, I mean, if you got free money laying around, you're going to put it on this one. You no longer have free money. You have double your free money. I'm taking Memphis. The only games Iowa State have won have been low scoring. Well, you ain't stopping this Memphis train. Give me and Memphis. Could we have been more right on Iowa State, by the way. We started banging against them, and I think they lost three of four. 
We're the best. Farky, what did you say? The, the only games who has won has been low scoring? Iowa State. All right. Well, they beat Oklahoma 38 to 31. So uh, that, that is low scoring for an Oklahoma game. What was uh, what was the 14? Was it 14 13 against TCU? 17 30, 38 31 is not low scoring. Uh, Memphis can't beat Oklahoma. I'll take Iowa State. And you talk about teams being up, their coach turned down any type of, of big promotion jobs to stay at Iowa State. So, so did Norvell at Memphis. Yeah, yeah Norvell, coach baby. doing the same thing. They didn't even win their conference. Neither did Iowa State. <laughs> they play in a better conference. They didn't even finish second or third. Okay. Could Memphis is Memphis gonna beat Oklahoma? No. Okay. I'll tell you what though, man. But could guys, Memphis beat West Virginia? And I you're love forgetting. how we spent no we, we we spend time talking about all these Memphis wins. We didn't talk dick about their loss in the conference championship. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first Jay. pop we did since then. Jay, you are forgetting one important thing here. Oh, what the did Tiger they play Dome. in the Tiger Dome? Yes. Bengal okay. Tiger, Siberian Tiger. I, how did I know? Albino, I, know. I don't give a shit. It's the dome, baby. Give me the uh, give me Memphis. Yeah, whatever. Farky, we could talk here. Talk about your Buckeyes next. Cotton Bowl, Dallas Stadium. Uh, Buckeyes are seven and a half point favorite, favorites against USC. Who do you like here? Well, I guess we're going to talk about all these all these going away parties. So uh, we, we finally get to see JT Barrett right off into the sunset. So expect Urban Meyer to give him the ball 97 times in this game. So <laughs> I'm hoping that goes, that goes in the right direction. All the bitching we do about not giving the ball to Dobbins enough and, and – you know, Weber even enough to the other running backs, that's going to happen. So just cue up the next pod to where we bitch about how they didn't get to carry the ball. But hopefully the Buckeyes come out on top. I'm going off this strictly on the fact that I, all bias aside, the Buckeyes are the better team. Um, I think they can hold Darnold in enough check to outscore these guys and cover this. So give me the Buckeyes. Yeah, I I think OSU is just going to run the ball and run the ball some more. Um, I, I look to see Ohio State 38-27 with a nice victory here against a good team, a team that possibly got a little slighted uh, for the, the playoff. Um, it's it's a good win. It'll be a great win. I You know, OSU might be a little disappointed that they're not in the playoff, obviously, but um, I still I think OSU's the play here. You guys are funny, man. If JT Barrett has it that much, and if they put the ball in his hands, your guys are playing right into my pick. I'm taking the Trojans because I love the points here. I think it's maybe a half a point too much, maybe a point and a half too much. I think Ohio State wins, but I think it's super close. Uh, give me the Trojans. I do agree with that. If you're going to bet Ohio State, I, I, I don't see this line staying at 7.5. I think it's going to come down to – a place you can get seven. Uh, I don't think six and a half is going to happen. The games USC have played well in, Ronald Jones has gone crazy. I just don't think that's going to happen here. Uh, I think it's going to be all Sam Darnold, which isn't a bad thing. I I just think Ohio State, uh, Urban Meyer with a month month to prepare, and I've already told you what I think of uh, USC's coach. So I'm going to take Ohio State here. Sean, next game, uh, Fiesta Bowl, Cardinal Stadium, Washington versus Penn State. Penn State are two-point favorites. Who do you like here? I mean, it's another game that I absolutely love. It's probably top five uh, as far as of, of all the bowl picks, uh, as far as kind of spread covers. I, this, to me, is Barkley going, you know, riding off of the sunset, a Penn State team that, like, 
player for player is better than Washington. Um, Washington's been minimally challenged this year. I think Penn State's going to be up for it. The fact that Barkley's playing, I'm a little puzzled by the line. I actually think it should be four, four and a half, maybe even, you know, five. Uh, I I love Penn State in this spot. Absolutely love it. Penn State's going to, fans are going to travel. I don't think Washington's are. And I just don't like Washington's roster. Uh, you are right in the fact the line did open four, four and a half. So some Washington money has come in to push this to two. Um, I know they play in the Pac-12. Their rushing numbers are really good, which I guess is – other than that, and Peterson with a month to prepare is kind of the only reason I'm taking Washington here. Uh, I'll take the plus two here. Farky? I, by no means do I love this game. In fact, I think it's going to be one of the more competitive and competitive, enjoyable games to watch. Uh, I don't disagree that that top to bottom, Penn State probably has a little bit of a better roster, but I, I just think that they're going to be better prepared. And I'm going to put some stock in the fact that this could be their final chance to make some kind of statement on their season. They slipped up a couple times, but they love the bitch about not getting any respect. So guess what? Here's their shot at getting some respect in the season. That's that's the way I'm going with it. Give me, give me Washington. Yeah, I I kind of echo what Sean thinks. I was. Um, that four, four and a half number makes more sense. So now I think you're back on value at Penn State minus two. So give me the Nittany Lions. Orange Bowl, Wisconsin minus five and a half. Uh, Memphis Matt will come to you against Miami. Um, who you like here? Yeah, I actually wasn't impressed with how Wisconsin played Ohio State. Ohio State kicked themselves um, multiple times in the own ass. It should have been a blowout. Uh, this is a play against Miami. We've been fading those losers all year. They can, as far as I'm concerned, they can take that turnover chain and hang themselves from the ceiling fan. They suck. Give me Wisconsin. I mean, subtle, effective. I'm 100% on board with everything he said. I don't know if you're going to be able to hang yourself with the turnover chain, though. I think you need like maybe some like razor wire or something like that. I don't know. Might oh. be too heavy. That gets messy. Uh, Sean, you mentioned about two months ago, as soon as Miami loses, it's going to snowball. Uh, that's happened. I'm going to take Wisconsin as well. Farky. Yeah, I could have had this matchup with uh, Miami matched up against anybody. I'm sick and tired of talking about this team this year. Thank God it's the final game. I could have closed my eyes and picked Akron against them. So, uh, by the way, the that. fact that this is a home team works tremendously against Miami. By the way, yeah, no doubt about yeah. it. No one gives a shit in Miami about this game, and Wisconsin fans, it's Mil- it's Wisconsin in January. Where do you, like? What else do they have to do but come down and party, drink, and eat cheese, and fart everywhere and clear the stadium? <laughs> I agree. All, right. All right, your New Year's Day games before the uh, playoff games. Sean, we'll start with you since you – if you guys follow us at NEG Pod CFB, Sean is on the Michigan train. He probably thinks that they're excited and they're ready for 2018 when he's going to take the team total over. They're at the Outback Bowl against South Carolina – not a very good SEC team. Michigan's favored by seven and a half. They probably roll, Sean, right? We are doing the schedule game with Michigan in oh. in freaking July. I cannot wait. I know how much Nick and Akron loves the schedule game. He's a big fan of it. He's consistently behind it year in and year out. We are doing the schedule game. You guys already know who I'm picking week one, and it is a lock. It is a lock freaking city. Ne- week one next year 
that team's got all the makings for eleven and one, and it just depends where they lose that one. When's, that your, boy said, McCaffrey, when's your boy McCaffrey playing quarterback? In about two years, um, because they got a stud in Shea Patterson. Stud. In this game, I don't. I hate this game. I did genuinely detest this game. I'm taking South Carolina just because the points, because oh. Michigan's offense. I don't trust it. It's not like I love South Carolina. I Bentley might get him to ten. I think it's seventeen ten. My argument was gonna be I don't know how South Carolina scores. I'm taking Michigan minus seven and a half. Fargy. Yeah, same thing. Give me Michigan. I can't get behind this uh, this schedule and the uh, record that South Carolina put together. They lost to Kentucky and A and M. No way. I'm not bad. Well, that's the SEC schedule. I mean, the schedule they put together. Did, what did you, you get? Did you just go into like a tunnel? Where did you go? What are you talking about? You sound horrible. Well, bitch about it some more. I said they <laughs> lost to Kentucky. They lost to Kentucky. <laughs> they lost to Texas A&M. They beat Arkansas, Tennessee, and Bandy. Big fucking deal. I'm not back in this. That's four. <laughs> um. I'm not going to talk about so much about the teams. What I want to talk about is Outback, the restaurant. I Have you guys been to an Outback recently? No, man. I, I have teeth. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Jesus catfishing Christ. My grandma wanted to go there for her birthday. <laughs> so we went there. I'll tell you what. That Bloomin' Onion, I literally sprayed shit the next day for about six hours. That you know, day. literally, that's the worst thing you could eat in any chain restaurant. It's got like 52,000 calories or something. Yeah, like dude, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And I'll tell you what, that filet I got there tasted like I licked a dog's ass. I don't know. I don't care. Give How me some dog's asses are you licking that you're comparative to it? Let me ask you this. What'd you have for dinner tonight? Um, for tonight, what the hell did we have? Oh, um, we oh. had a Asian salad with chicken. Oh, mm. wow. Surprise, surprise. It's not a, a $3,700 meal. <laughs> oh, you, oh, now the sudden you're pro Outback, huh? Oh, no. oh we got Crocodile Dundee over here in the podcast. I will, I will eat, I will eat at an Outback. I'm not going to say I would not sit down and eat a meal at an Outback. I was going to say, I've been to some really nice restaurants. I'd rather eat in the yeah. parking lot. You ate a salad for dinner, and you won't eat a meal at an Outback. <laughs> he could also eat a peach for hours. Next game, uh, Peach Bowl. Yeah. UCF versus Auburn. Uh, Auburn's nine-and-a-half-point favorites. This is played Falcon Stadium, uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Um, for some reason, Scott Frost is coaching this game. I'm sure Sean's going to touch on this. Nebraska's got to be upset about that for some reason. This is going to be the best defense they've faced. I th- There's no way I can take UCF. I'm taking Auburn minus nine and a half. Fargy? UCF all day, every day, baby. I'm taking my Florida team. Give me oh UCF. In the fact, I'm still coaching there. You want to talk about guys being up? These guys are going to be up. I know Auburn's good. You guys are complaining that they could have possibly gotten in. Not, not disagreeing with any of that. But at nine and a half, I'm going to say this game plays close. They may not win, but... Give me UCF. Yeah, I'll I'll fully admit that uh, Auburn is not the proper side of this bet. Don't care. Uh, give me Auburn, War Eagle. <laughs> They're the proper side of the bet. The talent dif- disparity is immense. The Scott Frost novelty 
was in the championship game. They didn't make it any further than the damn peach bowl. Pump the brakes. Guys, if this plate was played in September, the line is 15 and a half. Let's not get out of our minds. Let's be realistic. Auburn's a better team. Not even motivated. They're going to win this game. Oh, they may War win. Eagle. I agree. They may win. They're not winning. They're winning big. War Eagle. How many? War goddamn Eagle. Yeah. How many they, what's big? What's a big number? 42. <laughs> that's pretty big. <laughs> that's also that's also the bourbon you've drawn. <laughs> that's the proof. Next game, Citrus Bowl. Um, Notre Dame versus LSU. LSU are three-point favorites here in Orlando. Farky, who you like here? I'm going with uh, LSU. I'm going with LSU. I'm going with SEC team that had a couple good wins. I don't like this game at all, but I think Notre Dame has a little bit. And I think I put Notre Dame on there. I don't have it up right now, but as I've been sitting here thinking about this game, I'm going to flip if I didn't. Um, I just like them better than Notre Dame. I think that they're going to have a little bit of a skid then this season here. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, Jay. Farky and I jumped on that Notre Dame train for a couple weeks this year, and then they just took a big, steamy number two right in our faces. I'm back to hating on Notre Dame. LSU minus three. Um, LSU's without their three linebackers and Arden Key, their best defensive lineman. Notre Dame just suspended their best receiver in Stefferson. I hate this. I genuinely hate this game. I Every instinct is saying LSU is better talent, better talent. I'm just taking Notre Dame here just stupidly. I, I, I'm probably going to get burned. I'll probably talk to some Notre Dame people like, I don't know why the hell you took them. Just give me the Irish here, and I don't have a damn clue why, and I'll probably be bitching about it in the, in the first quarter. I agree with Sean. I hate this game. I'm taking LSU minus three. I got nothing else to add. I do have a question, though. Um, I know most of us are drinking during this pod. I just peed in a water bottle to uh, make sure I didn't leave the computer. Should I tweet out the picture of the water bottle? Jesus Christ. Fire away. Yeah. yeah. Just say uh, pod in progress. <laughs> we, we don't stop for nothing. Pull over. It's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. <laughs> All right, we got your uh, final four here. Georgia, uh, one and a half point favorites against Oklahoma. I think I believe the line opened to pick them, so a little bit of Georgia money to start. This will be played in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Sean, who do you like here? Uh, I'd, I don't think Georgia had a linebacker suspended. He went into drug treatment. As much as I like Smith, I think it's Rayshon Smith. He's he's a little bit slimmer. Oklahoma, if they're one thing, they maul. And Anderson got through all of that bullshit charges, and oh, you know, and yet again another woman that just made shit up. And yet we have to keep hearing these things rammed down our throat about how that never happens. Yet it consistently, seemingly, has happened now. Um, I I love this spot for Oklahoma. Like. In a weird way, the whole Mayfield could get fat and happy and this. Like, Georgia's the favorite. Like, it just – this this spot works really well for OU. I love them here. I'm taking them. 
I, it's going to be very curious how like how they go into the who they play in the national title game because I know against one team I want the the other team and against the other I want them and I just in this game though I love OU. You guys know my hate for Baker, um, so you're not surprised I'm taking Georgia. I think they're going to run all over him. I think their defense is good enough to keep him somewhat in check. Uh, I could see a 31-28 game here. I'm going to take Georgia. Um, and if I had to uh, look at the odds, if I had to bet one future, I think it would be Georgia plus 360. I think it has the best value. I'm going to take Georgia here. Farky? I'm going to preface this with a couple things. One, I I think that Mayfield is going to surprise people in the NFL, similar to Jackson. I think uh, we've touched on that a couple times in previous pods. I'd actually rather see Oklahoma play in the championship game just for entertainment purposes. But I'm going to stick with the Bulldogs here. There's just something about this game, and I keep looking at it and thinking about it. And Who do I want to pick? I'm just worried not to pick Georgia in this game. I just have this funny feeling that they, to your point, Shill, are going to run the ball. And I do think that they slow Mayfield down a little bit. Even though he really hasn't been slowed down all year, I, I just I like Georgia better in this game. So give me the Bulldogs. Uh, I'm going to give you the listeners a little hot take here. Take Oklahoma money line and go ahead and bet them to win the national title because that's what they're going to do. I agree uh, with you. I agree with you. Give me Oklahoma here, money line. I don't think they blow them out. I think it's close, but I think they eke out the win, and then I think they go to the national championship in Atlanta, and I think they get the win over whatever team they play there, sneak it out again by a couple points. I like Oklahoma, and it makes me ill because I don't want to see them win a national title, but I think they do. Way to go out on a limb. You don't think they're going to blow them out. <laughs> Oklahoma is plus 400 if you're uh, into that kind of thing. So, Last game, Sugar Bowl, the other uh, semifinal. Uh, Farky, we'll start with you here. Bama, three-point favorites. Uh, this game also opened a round of pick them, I believe, minus one. Bama moved up to minus three. This is playing the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Farky, who do you like? It, it, two great coaches. I can't stand Dabo, but the guy's proven himself over the last few years. Uh, there is nothing that will lead me to believe that the Alabama is it scares me to death not to pick them in this game in, in terms of preparation, um, payback game. I think that they're sick and tired of listening to about Clemson now for over a year. Um, there's just all these things play in their favor. I think it's going to be an awesome game. Uh, I think it will definitely play you know close to where the line is, but I think Alabama wins. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bama's big problem was their health. Um, they've got, what, six weeks to get healthy. Um, you know, a lot of guys that obviously don't have season enders are going to be able to heal up. Uh, Bama's the better team. Uh, give me Alabama. Yeah, I like Bama here too. I just i I agree with that. I, something's goofy with Clemson. I Florida State had them on the ropes big time. They got a turnover, had the ball at the forty, throws a you know eighteen yard slant. And throws it too far with the tight end open, and throws it to the safety who dives for it. They like Florida State's not good, and they were play for play with Clemson. And talent wise, is there? I I think this is a statement game for Bama. I love love them in this spot. Actually, um, it's where next week that I don't like them. Um, 
or the following week, I should say. I'm, I'm taking Bama here. I like the re- revenge angle as well, as long it, along with everything else you guys said. I'm taking Bama as well to consensus. Um, that brings us to our pod bets. Do you guys want to do that now, or do you want to wrap it up and uh, just have everybody follow the Twitter? Well, I got a hot take here. I got to tell Sean, CFP uh, predictions they just threw up on the board here. His boy Anish likes Alabama in the Alabama-Clemson game. And if it's any, if it means anything, Mike Golick Jr. likes Clemson. So I think we're on the good side of this pick. Yeah. Well, by the way, Anish repped us when we said that this bowl should literally only play bad boy records all game long. Awesome. Commercial break, everything. Bad boy. But bad boy. Take that. Take that. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Anish. Uh, you guys want to cover pod bets now, or you just want to... Uh, let's hit it. Let's hit it. Let's, let's okay. hit it quickly and be done right with now, it. Right now, consensus, we got Central Michigan, Utah, Northern Illinois, Florida State, Navy, Wazoo, Northwestern, Whiskey, and Bama. And you guys are really upset. Oklahoma State's not a consensus as well. So we want to lock anything in here. Wait. Um, what are you guys thinking? Sean? Um, so a few off the top. Flor- um Florida State, Utah, Oklahoma State, Leach, Navy, Whiskey, and Bama. I don't necessarily like Northwestern, Northern Illinois, or no, I, I like North. Uh, I don't like Central Michigan as much. Do, do we? Guys, I like. Do I like we like Flo- Leach? I like, I like Florida State, Oklahoma State second. Um, I do like Wazoo. Actually, I would go Florida State, Oklahoma State, Utah, Wazoo are my four in a row. Alabama. Uh, I mean, if we want to get into that type of game, fine. I, I do. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of games here. We got two weeks, so you, you, we can do more because we're going to be over a long period of time. It's no It's the equivalent of us doing two weeks of pods. I like. I like Bama. I like Bama third after FSU and Oklahoma State. All right. Let's say it's about Northwestern. Let's wait. See if it gets to seven. You guys good with that? Okay. Yeah. Utah, Florida State, Wazoo, Bama. Is that where we're at? Nader. I fucking I love Wazoo. Me too. Central Michigan, um, Northern Illinois. I know it's two MAC teams. I love Okie State too. I really do. Love them. All right, I'll give in. Oklahoma State's gonna be one at minus four. Utah, Florida State, Oklahoma State, Wazoo, and Bama. That's where we're at right now. Yeah, I think those are our top five. We're good. You know what? what about uh, what about Navy? My country. <laughs> yeah, I've got. I you know I'm on them. I don't love them. They'd be, I guess, five for me. Uh, uh, how about this? Let's put Navy and Northern Illinois on hold. Okay. It's just stew. Well, you guys don't like Wisconsin, or you do? I I picked them. I like them, but I don't like them as much as the the other five I picked ahead of them. Well, it's going to happen later, so let's put that one on on ice too. Because if we're four and one, you guys are going to be like, let's what the hell? Let's roll the dice, right? Okay. All right. Hey, just uh, make sure to follow us at NG Pod CFB. We'll post all the picks once they're official. The, the uh, record's 28, 18, and 4, people. Like, we shouldn't even have to beg you. You should be literally begging us to put a pot out. You should be <laughs> sitting at our door. You should be paying us for this, like Stu Finer and every, all these other touts. You guys should be on 
are Johnsons, not yeah, us having I mean, to pimp you for upvotes on iTunes. I'll tell you what. If you're at home, you don't have the money or the wife's nagging you about the money, take a ring, take it down to the pawn shop, take that cash, put it on our pod bets, period. Just tell story. them to put it on hold. You'll buy it back, and then you'll have free money. If tell you her to shut that, that yapper, and you'll give it back or, to her later you don't even when you have, win you don't even million. have to leave. You don't have to leave your couch. Take your credit card, put it on that. We'll pay that off. We'll pay that off. You'll have a little interest. You can get yourself a nice little futon, something to sleep on because you don't have to deal with that snoring wife of yours. These are such locks. Just, you just could, you nagging the shit out of you. Take the deed to your house or sell your dog. That's how big a locks these are. I went to the University of Akron, so I can do this in my head. We're 28, 18, and 4. We're up 7.5 units. Uh, rough math, we've made 50 bets. Uh, you're getting a 15% return on your money. So just do it. Guys, anything else to end this? What are we actually up for the year? So, because I was trying to track this, like I had us at six point six five, but there's been some like. So you've got we're up seven and a half units right now. That is correct. So we're two and one thus far in the bowl season. Florida Atlantic, uh, that Lane Train and Troy were winners. Arkansas State was a loser. So we're two and one in the bowls thus far. Boom! All right, follow us on Twitter, guys. We'll be all over it here. Um, make sure to check us. Uh, check that pot out. Or sorry, check our Twitter out and uh, hit that link and uh, donate as you feel needed, guys. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, probably about an hour and a half ago. So sorry for the long pod. We covered 31 bowl games and uh, had something to get off our chest at the beginning. So for for uh, Nick Schilling, this is um, Sean Z, Farky, and Memphis Matt. Good luck on your bowl picks. Make sure to follow us as we uh, tweet throughout the bowl season. Later. So well, you don't. Know.